I'd like to start off this episode, which is episode 6, by just honoring the memory of one of our close friends and classmates, Dimitri James Politis. So I'd just like to take now to take a moment now to give him a moment of silence. I am Michael Thomas. I am Terence Bishendale. And my name is Justice McCormack. And together, we, we are, are the, the People's, People's Voices. Welcome to episode 6. In this episode, we will be discussing death. Especially that dealing with the death of a close one and just dealing with death in your community and how you can deal with it in the aftermath of it. Because death is not just something that just affects the person who we've lost. It affects everyone around them. It creates, like I mentioned in the previous episode, a ripple effect. And so we just wanted to start by talking about, because we all, all three of us, we experienced, we just received the shocking news that one of our close friends and classmates, Dimitri, passed away on June 4th. Yeah, Dimitri James Politis. Politis. I believe is how you say it. Yes. And many of you may not know this, but Dimitri was actually supposed to be, he was actually one of the founding members of the podcast. He just didn't have time to always contribute because he was, yes. so, he was working. Yes, he wasn't quite a full-time member yeah. yet, but I was thinking yeah. by the time we all went back to school, mm-hmm. he would have been able to fully commit with us. But given the recent yeah. events we heard about, fortunately that won't be the case anymore. And yeah, Dimitri is just more than just a classmate who is uh, one of our friends. And as silly and as destructive and as crazy as he was, yeah. he had his heart out for us. He definitely wanted to help people. He may not necessarily show in the right way how to help sometimes, but he knew how to help when he came down to it. He definitely helped me out in my studies as a person who's disabled and who needs help as well. I didn't exactly need to ask him. He just came up, offered his help, was always there. Telling me, go ahead, show your strength. Thanks for sharing yourself with your disability. Stuff like that. He had his way, you know, sharing jokes and all that. But at the end, he was there. And definitely, you know, telling off some of those props. <laughs> it was one of his yeah. specialties. <laughs> but He was never afraid to say what was on his mind. That's one of the things I just loved about yeah, him. Yeah, and how he said it too. Even interrupting in the middle of class. Exactly. And right one time, Michael even asked, oh, what's the matter with this guy? <laughs> interrupting the professor. And I was like, I don't know, want to go ask him? <laughs> but yeah, but he definitely, you know, I think generally had himself out there, even mm-hmm. as tough as classes may have been. And yeah, we definitely won't miss him. And yeah. saddened that of his passing. And He's inspiring young man. And just in a short time, I knew him. I grew so close with him and just, we shared a lot. We spoke and just, he was always there for me and always helped me out. Just no matter what it was, if it was just help on an assignment, if it was 
getting finding the right way to get to class or if it was just simply emotional help and just talking with each other and just he was he was the type of guy who no matter he brought excitement and laughter to to each room he stepped foot in. Yes, he is. I remember many times he would offer. Okay, you wanna go back to Macaro, let's smoke it up. I'll, then I I'll decline your offer. You can go have fun though. <laughs> but it was those type of jokes that, you know, kept him as a fun guy. Even as, you know, messing around he did. He was really he attended class. For the most part he did his work, got it completed. He was a very help yeah. for sure. He was a very hard working student and always got the job done. And he always did it his way. Am I care to share some maybe memories you had with him? Oh, that guy, Dimitri. <laughs> I remember Dimitri. Um, Dimitri came to class with um. He, he always had um something up his sleeves, like my mommy would says. He um a joke or something. There would be there would be something going on in the class, very serious, and Dimitri would take that and break it down and make a joke of it. To the point where sometimes he would upset a professor, like Terence said. But after getting to know him, most of the profs they knew what to expect from Dimitri. Um, he was he was fun, fun in his own way, as only Dimitri could have done it. And he was also what a lot of people probably don't know about him. He was not just an aspiring journalist. Dimitri was an aspiring rapper. Oh yes, every yeah. week he probably had some sort of rap music of his recording and his recorder. Unfortunately, we don't have anything to share with you, but rapping was in his blood. Yeah, he, um, he phoned me once or twice and asked me what I think about his songs, and he would sing them, he would rap them out to me. And I would tell him, I would say, that's a good one, but we have to remove the obscenities. <laughs> clean up the words. He, he would tell me, well, if I clean that up, it ain't no, it ain't no song. <laughs> but that, that was Dimitri for you. He was, he was a fun guy. Never, like just to say, there was never like a dull moment around him. He always... You know, he kept the class alive. If there was a class and Dimitri was absent, you knew. Yeah, he, he knew was exactly. Sure. You knew he wasn't there. Just something yeah. wasn't right. He made those eight AMs worthwhile. Like, like that's what like got me to go to class sometimes. I'm like, okay, well, I'm tired, but I know Dimitri's going to be there. Just hitting me with that first laugh right as I walked through the door. <laughs> and, and with all the fun he had, he I don't know how he did it, but he managed to get the job done. For mm -hmm. sure, yeah, yeah. Because most times I would ask him to say, "How is your assignment going?" In? He would say, I'm working on it, and lo and behold, in the end, he had the assignment. I was, yes, I was actually surprised. Sometimes you were surprised. Yeah. Like, he's probably messing with that scene, doing nothing. <laughs> but behold and behold, next day, he was running in front of our faces. So you had to give him credit for that one. Yeah, so when, when I got the news um, from our coordinator that Dimitri died, I mean, even though I know uh, yeah, he would email. not joke about something like that, I didn't, it, it didn't resonate with me. I yeah. was saying, like, you know, this... This didn't happen. He's like, yeah, it couldn't have happened. And now um, today that I took my phone and I went into the obituaries and I see his face on the funeral home chart, it really sink in that you know I wouldn't see him anymore. Mm -hmm. It's it's it is a sad moment for um, all the students from the journalism program who been with him for the last two years. It is a sad. It's, it, it is a very yeah. sad moment. Once once you got to know Dimitri, you realize well. The laughter is over. Yeah. Yeah, because so yeah, I remember, I right think there. we all got the email last week of Wednesday. Yeah. There was yeah. a dumb feeling at first. Called you up to see if you saw it as well. It was numb. It wasn't probably till the next night, Thursday night, I really shed a tear. Because it really, I guess, sunk in me. Yeah. Well, the thing is, well, that was my birthday. So, like, it was more of a numb feeling. 
I couldn't really, I guess, get over what I heard. Until they really sunk in them. I shed some tears, but... Exactly. That's how it is. You know someone will, or what you don't know them will? Those tears were shed, and you shouldn't be ashamed of it. No. I don't know. It is sad to see he lost his life at a... At a I shouldn't say at a young age, and he probably... He probably didn't even Tw- begin yeah, life yet. 26 years young. <laughs> I remember one time where many occasions... He came and was like, so Terrence, are there any hot girls at church? I kind of looked at him. <laughs> I think one time I did answer him, like, you my friend looking for a beat that. <laughs> but he, I think he was being thrilled. He's like, I should come to your church sometime. Like, yeah, yeah, you let me know. And that's how he was. Like, he was always willing to, like, get in. Like, he always did things his way, but, like, he had his own way of letting you know he was interested and wanted to. That was his way of saying, hey, I'm interested and I want to get to know you and I want to get into your life. Right. That was his way. Well, he was definitely interested in spirituality. I don't know where he started on faith or God. But I guess in a way he wanted to explore it, see if that was right for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know if don't know if he did sports somehow, but that uh <laughs> that uh, meeting he wanted to attend the church didn't happen. But if he did get to attend it somehow, some other way, I guess that was a good thing. And if you do, if you did consider someone as a man of faith, maybe just can say it. Well, he's with God now. Yes. And I think that's truly really the best place any of us can be at. And it hurts to lose someone, or to you know. Well, I guess when you're gone, you wouldn't know, but. It hurts to lose someone, or when you're gone, it will hurt others as well. And that's just a way of life. And sometimes I even get question why is God allow all these bad things to happen, or why? Or more like, why if God is really real, why is it happening? Sometimes I myself don't have the answers, and I question God against it sometimes when I'm really feeling bad. But He knows that, just as well as I know, sometimes that's part of life, and there's something to be learned from it. So his uh, death won't just go in vain. He will take, you know, what he taught us, what we learned from the times we had, and share him around. And he will forever live on in our memories in, and in our hearts. Yeah, and all the jokes and crazy things he may pull. <laughs> Definitely going up against those profs, I think, were the best moments <laughs> yeah, in he, class. Yeah, that's, yeah, he was never afraid to be himself. That was Dimitri. That was the Dimitri way. That's one of the things I loved about He never hid who he was from anybody. He was always... He was never afraid to be himself, and just no matter who he was in front of, he always, you always, you never got a little bit. You always got a hundred percent, Dimitri. I think that's why our Professor Omar liked him so much. Yeah, <laughs> I think he really showed his colors to Omar. Exactly. But Omar knew how to handle punks like Dimitri, so he didn't hold back either. <laughs> I remember one time he got the notebook out. Michael was there too. It's like, okay, four strikes already. Next time we're going out to the coordinator's office. Or mm-hmm. Worse, next time will be the dean's office. So make him out, Dimitri, one more word, <laughs> and we're going down. He speak right for the rest of the class. <laughs> but the ironic part is by the end of the semester, he stood up and apologized to Omar. Maybe you want to touch on that subject there. Wait a minute. Well, he thanked Omar for like keeping keeping him in line because he, Dimitri knew himself and he, you know, he knew the things that he did sometimes. Yeah, like he's that a was, bit of a BS or sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> And he talked to Omar for kind of a keeping him in line because he passed the class, I think. Mm-hmm. I believe he passed that class and yes. he did well. So well, yeah. Omar being the, the, the teacher of the class had to do what he had to do to tell him, well, you know, mm-hmm. your jokes are going too far. But and Dimitri, um, what I think happened to Dimitri is there are some people that live to be 90 years and they never did the things that Dimitri did because Dimitri was only 26, but he spoke his mind exactly like just to say he was dimitri 
He knew what to expect from him and he wasn't afraid to say what was on his mind. There are a lot of people live to be old and never never see what's on their mind. Exactly. And that, so if you ask me, Dimitri lived a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. In my he eyes. Did. Yeah, he did. He, and, and he enjoyed being himself because everybody would be going north, but Dimitri would be going south. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and that was Dimitri there for you. So it's a sad moment, but to his family, I said, like we say in the business, enough respect. Yeah. 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 Enough respect. I remember, uh, what is it, French vanilla was one of his favorites. So <laughs> every day when he came to class with a Timothy's cup, next to what you drink in French vanilla, <laughs> he would laugh too. They were like, you prick, I'm going to beat you down. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we'll do that after class. We never did. <laughs> <So> <laughs> but I'm sure that was one of his fa- favorites. And you know I call him Uncle Dimitri because of uh, one of his family members had a baby. Sister. Yeah, yeah, his sister, yeah, yeah. So that was his nickname. I think he liked it. Cause he never really said much. He yeah, smiled he, at it too. yeah. He loved being an uncle, and just he always smiled so much, and just yeah. It kind of showed empowerment to him. It's like yeah, I'm living the uncle life. <laughs> but in the end, that was classmate, and we won't miss him. Definitely. We wish we had the opportunity to pay our last respects to him. Yes, we didn't. But yeah, fortunately, we didn't get the news when it until, quite did happen. Yeah. Until a month, until about yeah. a month later. I mean, I can respect the family and maybe why they just wanted it to be hushed up at the time. So I do give respects to that. Of course. But unfortunately, I guess none of us had the chance to properly say goodbye to him. Yeah. In that manner. But I think right now would be one way of saying, okay, that he is gone and we will miss him and we acknowledge all that he's done for us. Exactly. And so if he were to be a voice in his podcast, the jokes would have probably never stopped. Like, Dimitri always encouraged me to keep going and to never give up. And he always told me, come out, everyone needs you and we just need you to get involved and just... He's just an outstanding guy, and just like I wouldn't be where I was today in my journalism career if it wasn't for Dimitri. For sure, and he did take a big role in our uh, magazine production we had this past yeah, semester. Yeah, he, um, he was um, the, the checkout guy on the stories. Yeah, and I remember him coming to me and saying, "He kind of messed with you." He said, "Michael, I found your sources, and nobody checked out my <laughs> Sounds like a fake story to me. <laughs> but in the end, the story checked out. Yeah. yeah, he managed to get the job done, oh, yeah. even at the last moment's notice, which that time really was last minute, because usually he was oh, yeah. a little more upfront, but it happened that way. But in the end, the story got yeah, in. And he had a story in the magazine, too. Yeah, the uh, Indigenous mm-hmm. Meats or something. Yeah. It was, well, that was we what it was about. We went with him to Chinatown to do the photos. Yeah, we did a photo shoot for that. Yeah. And the restaurant, I think it's called Pow, Pow Wow Cafe or something, mm-hmm. where you interviewed the owner of that restaurant. Let's see some indigenous food they serve and uh, what other things they have happening. And yeah, his story did make it in the magazine as well. That shows up until the end. He was, you know, even though he, he had a lot of jokes going on, he was minding his business. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because he got his story in the magazine. Yeah, so he definitely got that and other stuff he published. Uh, from what I, I just checked, his website from WordPress is still up running. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll link that in our episode if people, people want to check it out. Yeah, and that's yeah. He was also very into documentaries as well. He, I believe, he worked on a documentary. Um, I believe it was just about a year ago with his father. He worked on a documentary, and yeah, I believe that was his travels to uh, Greece or something. Yes, it was. Yeah, they wanted to film that in Greece. He said that's what he wanted to do when he graduated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had an interest he in that to as be well. Like on his own, doing his own documentary. Yes. And stuff. He yeah. Want to be like working with 
a boss. Yeah, he wanted to be his own man. Yeah. That's I that's... think we all have that same idea as well. Mm-hmm. To be your own man. And I think that he lived, he would have accomplished that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He had a whole, whole lot of camera stuff. He even had a drone that... I can't remember if he made the purchase or someone purchased for him, but he had a drone as well. A drone? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it has cameras fly it up in the air and radio tapes. Kind of like we have a friend uh, Aaron has as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. definitely had it, and that was one of the good things. Too bad we didn't get seen with the rap battle, but that friend from Humber, we all knew. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't meet the guy down by the um. Yeah, there was some guy in the cafeteria. I was rapping it out, or as Michael saw him. Yeah, and Dimitri came down there about four times trying to meet him, and he just wasn't there. Eh? <laughs> I never met the guy either. So, so I, I started asking you, is this probably, guy real or not? <laughs> yeah, he probably left. I, I think he might have graduated that following yeah. semester. That's mm-hmm. what it was. But Either way, he could have probably pulled it off. He was anxious to do battle with him in the rap department. Yeah. And he probably really could have pulled it off. That's when he told him, hey, you want to read a tape rap battle? Come down to the art show. He declined at first. But he could have probably pulled it off the way I saw it. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. No, he knew what he was doing in rap. I, I, in rap? I, oh, yeah. I he knew the a, game of rap. I heard a couple of songs from him and he knew what he was doing. Minus the obscenities, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, oh, he yeah. had it. He had the beats, everything. He had an ear for music. He yeah. he yeah. really did. Yeah, it was all recorded on his recorder. Unfortunately, I haven't seen anything on SoundCloud or anything, or anything was taken down. There's nothing on YouTube? He has a channel, but he didn't throw up music on that. Yeah. But that's as far as I can say. But he rapping, had, he, he knew it, though. He had songs, and he had more than one. More than one. Yeah. I think Ricky would come with a few of them recorded mm-hmm. on that recorder of his. That's his. But that's the thing, though. Sometimes... Fortunately, no matter your age, that is something is, it's going to be a risk for you. For everyone, whether you never cross it or you have. And here and now, Mike, as someone who's made it to where you made it today, I think that's more unlucky. That's, well, yeah, that was I, something. When I, when I review um, the, the things that's happening now with kids dying so young, even as Dimitri, it makes me feel like I won the lottery in the age department. For sure, because... Yeah, because here you came I am from sitting here at 56 and, you know, Dimitri's not with us at 26. Yeah. That, that's a 30-year span right there. So. And that's probably as long as you've been here. Yep. In Toronto as well. Mm-hmm. 30 years, you got one right. So that's that's something for sure. But I think the idea is, like, today when I see people, or not people, but the idea of death and the way it's portrayed... And a lot of the influence comes from uh, TV shows, movies, maybe music, if we touch on that. Mm-hmm. But what I notice is we all become desensitized to it. And I say that because it is true. Because when I look at these shows, movies, any other forms of media, almost every episode or season, somebody's being killed off. Whether it was a big character or exactly. some background person to make the character stand out more or whatever. And it's like, before you know it, and I think Michael used an example one time. You could be a guy drinking a beer, watching that show, whatever show it is at home. You see a gruesome death scene, then next you see some car commercial. And that show is like, well, drinking is one thing, but to see, to see that, to go into something happy all of a sudden, I think that in a way messes you up. Exactly, the way they just cut away from it, don't even spend any time with it. They're like, okay, well, this happened, so okay, let's move on. Yeah, and the but- thing is, when all these deaths happen, and I know you think people are probably listening to this and thinking, well, that's a TV show. It's all fake. Yeah, it is fake, but it's supposed to look realistic. It's still and, a portrayal of life. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of time a character may get shot down, gunned down, 
or naturally dies, or in a kind of zombie show, you get eaten by a zombie or whatever. You're just led there to like, like an animal to be slaughtered out, like once again, which mm-hmm. doesn't happen, but mm-hmm. we basically left there and characters sometimes don't even acknowledge, oh, this person died, we should give her proper burial. And I know it's all just, you know, made up in the end, but it's supposed to be portrayed in real life. And the truth is, even us, we become desensitized, even myself a bit. Because almost every day when I wake up and hear that on the news, first, sometimes the first thought that runs me, oh, I'm not surprised I hear that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was right, but that's, and that's how I become desensitized, because I expect to hear it in, in a small way. And when it does happen, I'm not surprised at it. I think the same idea happened with our friend from our class, Dimitri, who I think he was the last person you would expect to be gone. Exactly. Now that he's gone. It happened to me again. It's like, well, I can't say I'm surprised. I mean, he shouldn't have been him or who knows what he was going through. But that's when I realized, well, not realized then, but I realized it again. Whatever desensitized I was feeling kicked in as well. It's like, oh, well, I wouldn't expect him to be him, but since he's gone, it's like, I, I can't say I'm surprised it happened. Like, I don't know. That was part of the reaction. The main reaction is like, I don't know what to feel. It's uh, emptiness of losing your classmate. Exactly. And just that's the feelings that we're left with. And just, just things won't exactly be the same. And just learning to move on from that. And just moving on, keeping him his memory in our hearts and allowing his memory to forever live on. So I think like uh, to a certain extent how we handle that today, you can definitely handle it better. I mean, there's no go with tanlets. Don't get me wrong with that. But being desensitized is definitely not a good way to handle that at all. No. Because you can sit there being numb. Maybe not shut a tear. Not saying you have to. But it doesn't be sure like, you know, a sign of respect for whoever it may be. Exactly. But you should not ignore your feelings or push them away. Yes. Because at the end of the day, they're just going to come back. So you can't say, oh, I'll deal with them. No, you have to deal with your feelings because you have to feel it and go through it and then in order to come out on the other side, you can't just steer around in this because it's, it's going to be there. Yeah, it's same thing when I got the news Wednesday. Knowing myself, at some point, I'm going to just break down with it. I figured it wouldn't be the same day off, given that was my birthday day as well. But Thursday night, all of it just kicked in and that's when I felt and I just let it out. Because I knew if I kept the bottle up, which I have done in certain scenarios before, I will just explode at some point, and that will be the wrong thing to have happen. And you mm-hmm. may be in public exploding, so that's not a nice thing either. Yeah, because like when I heard it at first, I didn't. I was just like, "What?" That was my reaction. I was like, "What the hell?" I'm just like, "Yeah." And I like, didn't. You guys get the wrong name in the email or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I didn't want to believe. It. I was like, "Are you sure?" I was like, "I didn't want to like." I just didn't want to believe, it and I just didn't think it was true. I thought, okay, this is someone's idea of a, this is someone's sick, cruel idea of a joke, and then or someone mis- totally wrote the wrong name in. Yeah, and then. But it's like I mean, I had his number, so like I guess to really prove I was, you know, not dreaming or anything, I call a number, but I, you know, it's already disconnected. But yeah, it's just what I will say. It's just the same. Like yeah, you said you were just talking with speaking with him, and then. It's just why wow, I just spoke with him the other day. It's just crazy to believe. And... Yeah, unfortunately, that's sometimes his life. Not the best of it, but... I think what I'm trying to say is when you have life now, treasure it. Because you don't know what tomorrow is going to be like. And none of us do. And none of us won't know. So make the best of the moment now. Well spoken, Terrence. Life, tomorrow is not promised to nobody so you make the best of today when you see one day 
you live that day as though it's your last because at the end of it the day it could be your last exactly exactly yeah nobody's got a stranglehold on tomorrow so do your best today put your best foot forward make the best effort do everything at your best once you're around because you don't know when you wouldn't be around none of us expected to be having to do a part of this podcast about dimitri we expect to see him back in class in september mm-hmm. so here we are now talking about him as a memory exactly so dimitri wherever you are sleep in peace my boy yeah and don't forget those rapping yeah. skills either yeah may he his soul forever rest in peace yep definitely yeah it really is crazy and just had no idea and just i think yeah. a, a part of it is because the reason it's so hard is because we still don't exactly know what happened yeah fortunately we weren't told that too. exactly that too because what we, happened. We, we just left and that's one of the things that has left us like kind of in denial because you know we didn't know him to be a sick person he was never sick in class or anything mm-hmm. like that. And just just soon after school gave a break for the summer this is the news yeah not too long after and yeah that's the type of thing we're hearing again none of us would expect it anything to be for that fact any of our classmates being involved or something like that happening to them yeah so it goes to show as i said not too long ago treasure the time while you have it and if you made it to 50, 60, 70, 80, or even 100... You'll see my age, Terrence. Down lucky. 56, yeah, that too. Yeah, well, not only consider yourself lucky, but that you had a long life and you're still living. So that's a good thing. Always, always. Once you're above ground, there's an old man that says once, it's better to be up here doing something than down there doing nothing. Yeah. Well, that guy is right. <laughs> that is. He was certainly right. And still is. Yeah. Yeah, so just so I guess what I'm saying is, you know, some of us may be desensitized to it and maybe a whole lot worse. But if death is something, you know, when it does happen, we should celebrate it. Celebrate it because that person had a life, they did many things, and you forever will live on somehow. And if that being heaven, heaven it is then. Yeah, and just remember, if you just lose someone close to you, try to forever live on their memory and just keep their dream alive because they wouldn't want you to they would want you to feel but they wouldn't want you to lose yourself over them they'd want you to keep going and keep their memories strong they'd want you to be strong for them like i know that's what dimitri would want he'd want us to be he wants us to be strong for him and that we will be so whoever may have lost a life recently or some time ago you gotta let yourself feel it and if your feeling means breaking down, crying, mm-hmm. screaming at people, then let it happen. Don't ignore your feelings. Embrace them. Yeah, because if you ignore those, brush it off, pretend you got it together, at some point, you're not going to have it together. You're going to explode and you may not be in a spot. Where you want to. And then where you want to happen, yeah. You can be as simple as, you know, watching an art show or in the movies. And all of a sudden, you, you start yelling for no reason or whatever it is. That's exactly. how you show yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that wouldn't be the right place. And if you're in a movie, likely people are going to tick off because they want to see a movie, not someone breaking down in front of them. Even if, even if they understand why it's happening. So, like, let it happen as it needs to happen. Get those feelings out. Mm-hmm. Feel bad or as empty as you need to feel. Because after all that's out, you will feel better. 
no, you're not going to continue. You're not going to stop missing people. No. Yeah. But you will feel better. And with time, you'll be able to live with it. You'll be able to move on. And you'll be able to live with it. Yeah, people will just you know, realize they're not here, but maybe I can still do something for them. Yeah. And many other family or friends, I, this person may have had as well. Just like our friend Dimitri, who was surrounded by his classmates and whoever else he had at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think the thing to take away on this episode is just handle death as how you handle it. Only you know how to handle yourself, generally speaking. And if people want to help you handle it, it is technically your choice, but it is good to have someone there by your side as well. Exactly. And a good skill to remember, a good life skill. So this could go for death or anything, just anything in life that you should remember is in life, we cannot control what happens to us or what we're going to get ourselves into. But what we can control is how we react to stuff and our reaction to what has happened. That's right. That is what we have control over. We have control over how we react to the situations around us and how we act to them. That is what we have control over. In today's world, death is really relevant. Given how your life could be lost on a moment's notice or a natural death, it's everywhere. And almost every day, fortunately, it's happening to someone. Exactly. So we truly just, at the end of the day, we got to learn to live in the moment because... The present truly is a gift that we have to learn to cherish because the future is not promised and the past, the past is gone. That's yesterday. So learn to cherish and live in the moment and live for the moment and truly learn to enjoy that moment because there's a difference between living in the moment and truly enjoying the moment. Learn to enjoy the moments that you're in, truly feel that moment and take in everything that's going on around you. And don't overthink it, don't analyze it, just feel. It reminds me of uh, when I was in my family in high school. Unfortunately, I did, lose, I did lose another friend. So hearing about what happened to Dimitri, in a sense, reminded me of what happened to my other friend as well. But unfortunately, I think, okay, well, how was, well, in a way, she was already suffering. Due to some, I think it was kidney chronic disease, as I recall it being. So I think it was better that she was called up to heaven because unfortunately with her disability to her uh, but when I met her she had no legs they had to chop it off to keep the thing from spreading so that's what they did and then they went on dialysis almost every second day and if anyone knows about dialysis or experiences that that is something to do every single day every other day or however it runs now because it would be like a four hour session I'm gonna watch her come to school probably drain the next day and if that were me, I don't know how I would have handled that, being drained in the morning, and your day to school hasn't even begun. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's like, it was happy to know that she got a call up, the suffering can end, but it doesn't take away the pain from whoever you lost, and it doesn't matter how close you are to them. Because even people I don't know, people I just hear about in the news, I feel for that. Even among my other friends, when their grandparents or grandpa died, I didn't know him or I never met him, but I felt for that loss. And in a sense, that like I just knew him, yet I didn't know a thing about him. Mm-hmm. So, like, in a way, you can feel compassion for anyone. doesn't matter if you know them well or don't know them, or just a name in your book. I think that's one of the gifts I've been given, and I wouldn't change it, because I want to feel what people feel sometimes. Exactly. To understand and to get it. And, so, and for me, I do this little thing, just write 
writing thoughts down and, you know, making it into poetry. And I think that's a powerful way just to let people know things. And I will continue to do that. Of course. But it is sad to know that I lost someone maybe when I was 17, 18. Here I am at 23, we lost another person. Fortunately, there's a lot more for a loss within that time. But if I learn anything, so you gotta let those feelings out. Yes, definitely. And anyone who made it to the elderly age, I say that's good because you live, and you're still living, and you're still breathing. While meanwhile, unfortunately, young kids are just losing themselves to who knows what. Whether that being natural, gun, gun violence, people stabbing each other, whatever it is. Unfortunately, there's just too many ways you can all lose a life. Exactly. Because our lives are something, they're just like, they're like pieces of china. They're so fragile and can break instantly. Like they're so fragile. So you ha- you can't take it for granted. You really have to cherish it and take special care of it and protect it. And truly just take the best care of it that you can because... You're not, there's not always, but I guess the only difference between China and the life is that you can always purchase another China set, but you can't purchase another life. You got it, Justice. Well spoken there. Final thoughts, Mike? My final thoughts, I'm going to stay in the same lane as Justice. Life is very fragile and precious, so treat it as such, and while you're alive, live your best life. Because you never know when that could be over. Well said, Mike. Final thoughts, Justice? My final thoughts are this. If you have lost someone or know someone who's lost someone, just stay strong. Stay strong for those around you because it creates a ripple effect, like I mentioned. So stay strong and do your best to ride the waves and try your best not to fall under. Because this is not the end, but it is merely the beginning of a new chapter. And so, just do your best and stay strong and there will be another day. And learn to live in the moment and cherish all the moments that are thrown at you. Tomorrow is not promised. The past, yesterday is gone. That's in the past. Today is what we got. Today is our promise. Today is what we know for sure. So, live for today. Exactly. Well, Dimitri, my brother, it was nice knowing you. May you truly rest in peace up there in the skies. And as Justice said, this is not the end. We'll all see you someday in heaven up there. In the meanwhile, don't stop rapping. Yeah. May you still forever rest in peace. And if anyone listening to this podcast wants to share their experiences, experiences with this type of thing or something along the same lines, you welcome me to share your story at any time. Because, uh, Again, your love runs to someone who should be re- should be remembered, and we will treasure that. So this has been another episode of The People's Voices, and if you're interested in talking about anything, including the subject in today's episode, please reach us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at The People's Voices Toronto. Uh, or you can email us at thepeoplesvoicesto uh, at gmail.com. This, once again, has been another episode, and together... We are the People's Voices.